We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good morning, Lee. Hey, Tara. All right, terrible tragedy, but a great reminder to parents. Not the kind of reminder to parents we want, um, but so sad. I know you had this in the news about that uh, three-year-old girl yeah. in Anderson County. Yeah, this, uh, this, oh. those stories where all of us in the news department, it's just like we hate having to report this stuff. This just is, um, it's just heartbreaking. Little girl, this is uh, Anderson County Sheriff's Office. Says she it was just after eight a.m. She's in the drop-off line at Covenant Christian Academy when she's hit by the same car that dropped her off. So her mother's car it was her mom. Fox Carolina was reporting that, that detail that, that it was the mom. Um, and, and what happened? She was taken out of the car at the daycare center by her mom. Um, she's headed in. Everything's going fine. And as mom is leaving, the child runs back into the road and was hit. By her mom. Same car. Bystanders initiated CPR on the on the child, um, and she was pronounced dead 45 minutes later. Traumatic brain injury. I cannot imagine that poor that poor no, woman. No. That poor, poor woman. Oh my gosh. She was running, she's running back to her mom. She didn't want to no, go. Yeah. And they do that. I mean, no, I, yeah. all of my Absolutely. kids went to, you know, church. Yeah, this kind of like, hey, take you know, mom's morning out church things. You're just kind of you know, acclimating them to school and playtime yeah. and things like that. Um, and, and you know what, she'll probably feel terrible the rest of her life. It's just, it's a good lesson because let me tell you what, those little ones, they dart. They do. I have this recurring nightmare about crash. I still have it all these years later. Um, as a mom, we were coming out of getting our haircut, um, the haircut place. We're in the haircut parking lot. His hand was in mine as we were walking to the car and he just took off in an instant. Yeah. And it wasn't even that I was, I was, I had him in hand, you know, but they'll do that. I mean, they, they just dart and he took off running across the parking lot. Like, I don't even know where he was going, mm -hmm. but boy, they go fast. Yep. And, uh, you know, I took off booking after him. There were cars in the parking lot. And, um, fortunately, cause you know how it is with the little ones, especially if they're three or four, I mean, you cannot see them. Especially yeah. if, if, you know, they come up to your bumper yeah. and, you know, I, I took off running after him and I, you know, I grabbed him and thankfully nobody was there. But if somebody had been there, I mean, he made a good half distance across that parking lot. It wasn't a big parking lot, but he would have been killed. Um, and I still, all these years later, yeah. have this nightmare where I'm, you know, reaching for him and I can't get to him and we're in that parking lot. Yeah. So, you know, as a parent, this is something that you know, even good, you know, good parents who are conscientious, this, this happens to, to, to us. And thank God, 
Um, that wasn't the card I drew that day. So God bless this poor woman. I yeah. just, oh. But just a good reminder, they dart, they have no conception of their own mortality of any kind. This goes well into the teenage years, by the way, Lee, I'm finding. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and they think they're going to live forever, and they will take off on you. Uh, even if you think they have them firmly in hand. I bet, I don't know, but I bet you, so she dropped the three-year-old off. Um, I, I know at the schools that we've attended, you know, all the way up through kindergarten, the staff will come and get them firmly in hand and walk them into the school. So I bet you this little girl darted the same way Crash did. I bet she just took off. I, I bet this was one of those weird things. It's nobody's fault. Yeah, and there's been no details released about this, and um, um, they're being authorities are being sort of tight-lipped about it, which oh. which I, I don't blame them because yeah. this is just is just a horrific family tragedy. And yep, it's just just one of those things that um, you really can't place the blame um, solely in any particular instance. It was just a very bad set of circumstances that were, for the most part, unavoidable. So just a good reminder to, to parents and grandparents this morning, just, you know, keep everything locked down. I have the, I had, we had one other one, um, Saturday mornings, you know, when their kids are little, they're up at the crack of dawn and we had childproof locks on the doors. Oh yeah. I remember you were telling me, tell yes, us about that. Yeah. There is always a first time they get through the childproof locks guaranteed. It's coming. So my husband and I were laying there in, in bed. We both, you know, we, we'd been hearing the kids. So we're kind of stirring or whatever. We both sat bolt upright at the same, same instant. Uh, because we both came to this horrible realization. We didn't hear little child voices downstairs. Yeah. And we're like, <gasps> something's wrong. It should never be quiet down there, right? Because we're listening to them. And sure enough, uh, my daughter, who was five at the time, had figured out how to get through the kid protection, had fully opened the front door and taken my toddler son with him, and they were walking down the street. There you go. And it was not just like a major street. This was a full-on thoroughfare. Yeah. They could have been hit. They weren't in the middle. They were on the side. Thank God. Right. That was the only sensible thing she did. Um, yes. And when my husband got through with the two of them, they never did it again. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's one of those ones where you're out there welling on the kids, spanking them. because yeah. you, And you're spanking them not out of anger, but out of total terror Yeah. Um, as a parent. So thank God. I mean, so I've had it happen to me, and I think I'm a pretty good parent. So, you know, just, just a reminder out there, there is always going to be a first time they get through that childproof lock. Uh, they are distracted and they take off even if you're holding their hand. So just keep a good extra eye on them today. Yeah. And every day. Yeah. Absolutely. Terrible, terrible feeling. Nobody ever has to go um, through it. Uh, all right. So meantime, the shocking numbers, and, and they are shocking. The, C, um, the CBO, Congressional Budget Office, uh, which is supposedly nonpartisan, yeah, supposedly, usually yeah. leads leans to the left, right? So you know it's going to be worse than what they're actually saying here has updated the federal deficit going forward for the next decade, okay? This is to pay for the escalating price of interest on the debt. That's what happens right. when yep. you print a lot of money yep. uh, and you borrow a lot of money, um, and Social Security and Medicare. You want to hear how much? Oh, let's hear it, yeah. We are going to have to print $2 trillion a year. Or borrow it. What's a couple of trillion among friends? I know, silly. So what is it? What does it add up to? Twenty trillion dollars in the next decade. Printed or borrowed, we got no way to collect it. And you know, good Democrats in the audience would say, "We'll just raise taxes." But you and I know, Lee, that doesn't work because if you raise taxes, um, what happens? Well, taxes were higher before Trump, 
and less money came right. into the Treasury. When you raise taxes, all it does is kill business activity. Exactly. And revenue goes down. And it to goes the down to the Treasury. So that's it's counterintuitive. Wait, I raise taxes and I collect more less money? Yes, yeah. that's exactly what happens. When you when when Trump lowered taxes, they had an all time record revenue into the Treasury. Mm-hmm. Um, but Democrats will not allow this. They want the highest taxes possible to punish anyone who tries uh, to get a leg up. So and that happens every time it's tried because Reagan did the yep. same thing. Kennedy. Kennedy. Yes. <laughs> a Democrat did the same thing. He cut taxes. Yeah. People and, don't know that. And yeah. revenue went up. And revenue goes up because there's more business activity without the taxes. And that results in more tax collection. So if the Democrats want to do something about this, if Joe Biden did, he would lower taxes instead of trying to raise them. In fact, he already did raise them on the middle class. I don't know if people know this, but he did. So, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, I don't, I don't know how we, I don't know how we pay for this and bring in inflation d- down. I mean, I, in fact, I, I don't think that we can. I mean, I, I, I'm honestly wondering at this point if we're just going to have to have interest rates in the sixes or sevens or higher going forward permanently. Or make a decision to cut something like Social Security, Medicare, or the military. Because that's where we are. I mean, you have, we, we just paid the highest interest bill ever. It was over $300 billion just in interest, okay? The forecast from the CBO that we will pay in interest by 2030, so not even a decade, a trillion dollars a year. Just in interest on the debt. Okay, what's that comparable to? Well, it's almost exactly what the military budget is, a trillion dollars. But it's going to be for nothing. We're going to get nothing for it. We just have to pay a trillion dollars in interest. Um, so we, we are, and, and not to exaggerate, it's going to be Social Security, Medicare, or a military. What do we want to have? And they can scream at each other all they want. All oh, the Republicans want to cut X, Y, Z. But this is the reality. You can't collect it, even if you raise taxes. That's not a way out. Now, I don't know what they're going to do. Hope the printing press keeps working and people are, you know, used to $25 for 18 eggs. I mean, that's where we are. By the way, people are texting me that eggs now for 18 at Walmart are $8 now. Um, I, I That may be for the, I think that's for the um, 36 count where you get the, Is it the 30, two packs. They said 18. I, I did this the okay. other day. And as you? you get two, I always get the one that's got uh, two 18 count, you know, so I'm, you know, basically buying 36 eggs at a time and it's about eight or nine bucks. Yeah. Yeah, my husband does the does the a lot of the like bits and pieces grocery yeah. shopping. I do the specialty stuff because so I'm right. making stuff. So I don't buy eggs. I got to ask him what they're up to. But yeah, that was on the tax line. I was like, holy cow! I haven't yeah. bought eggs in a while. Um, my we have my husband does, but he yeah. he comes in all red faced every time the price goes up. He's oh, like, yeah. tells me it's like holy cow. I mean, it's, it's hard to go to the grocery store now and not spend two or three hundred bucks. And you come out so stressed. Yeah. So strong. I mean, I've come out like I lately spent 25 bucks and I'm just getting like garnishes, yeah. spices and stuff for what I'm cooking. I'm not even getting like the meat, you know? Yeah. I'm like, well, cross that off the list. We aren't making that anymore. <laughs> T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Wow. Do you see this? Norfolk Southern skipped the, you know, the railroad there in the uh, Palestine debacle. I don't know what to call this. Hazardous materials bomb mushroom cloud. Have you seen the pictures of the mushroom cloud? It's like, it's like a mushroom. It's crazy. Norfolk Southern was supposed to join federal, state, and local officials at the Ohio Town Hall to talk about it. And at the last minute, they declined. They didn't show up to answer questions. They said it was because they feared for the safety of their employees. They were afraid they would be hurt if they showed up personally. This is how big this thing has gotten. You know what's interesting about this? Oh, a couple things. And I'll tell you that one of the one of the things that's interesting is they had some people on Fox News this morning from there and showed a picture of their backyard, how the, you know, the train literally runs through the backyard and the cars are just parked there right now. And the woman was talking about how they show up, not during the day, but at night, they're doing cleanup in the area. And how the people doing cleanup are wearing full-on face masks. And they are right there in her yard, practically. I mean, they are, you know, a couple hundred feet from her house. And the people doing cleanup are in face masks while this, you know, the state and the feds tell them, ah! You know, just go on breathing. It'll be fine. Uh, but don't shower except with bottled water. Holy cow. And she was saying, look, you know, her, the whole family, they've had symptoms, um, respiratory symptoms, stuff like that. So it's just, I mean, it's got to be it rattle you when the cleanup workers in your backyard are wearing face masks. What do they know? You know what's interesting about this too, this whole thing? There's two parts to this that are different. And Fox News got this right. Um, they've been talking about how there have been... Uh, in in the last decade, 158 tra- train derailments. Okay, so this whole idea of a train derailment is not in I mean, you know, a, an unprecedented or even really that unusual of an occurrence to happen. So I mean, it happens obviously more than once a year, right? Look at the reaction to this one. And part of it was the local reporter being unceremoniously arrested for just asking simple questions. That was a lot of it. That's how we deal. Now in our society with people, you know, who used to, you know, we used to take our First Amendment rights for for granted. And now it's just, hey, arrest anyone, cancel them, wipe them out if they're asking questions. We don't like this is the new right, right? But I mean, just a couple of things. Can you imagine if this had happened under Trump? Oh, God. I mean, do you remember? It's, it's like Katrina. One of our sales staff pointed this out to me yesterday. And he was right. Remember Katrina? That was Bush. Bush had practically killed those people himself. And then we found that Ray Nagin, who was the mayor down there, 
had been distributing flyers to people like for for years telling them hey if the big one hits the hurricane like you're on your own make um arrangements to get out of town because we're going to leave you we we don't we're not going to get you out of town right but then suddenly it was bush's fault or something one of a few things bush was involved in that i don't fault him for can you imagine if this had been trump in office you would never hear the end of it Never hear the end of it. But it's Biden, so it's all good. So people at the meeting last night were demanding Pete Buttigieg. And when you get back, you know, show up and want to know where he is, he's probably on maternity leave or something. It's what he does. Um, or, or trying to make sure there's no more white people in construction. By the way, Pete Buttigieg saying that about white people. I used to work in construction. I pay a lot of attention to what goes on in construction sites just having been a part of it. I don't know what Pete Buttigieg is talking about. There are many white people on construction sites. Unfortunately, there aren't many black people on construction sites either because there's not a lot of Americans on construction sites. I, I don't know if Pete Buttigieg actually went to a construction site before he said that. I was kind of like, what? Anyway, no, you don't. You go by a construction site, you're going to see a person who's white. You're not going to see a person who's black. Why? Because they're American. They're not welcome. So Pete Buttigieg, I guess, want to make sure we have 100% illegal immigrant compliance at our construction sites. But he's not interested in showing up for the Norfolk Southern thing. Anyway, you get back to that 158 derailments, right? You've seen a derail, including chemical derailments. There's chemical derailments in there. Hazardous materials. Oil. Did you hear anything about it? I mean, you know, maybe a brief mention on the news. No, you didn't. What's the difference? Nobody trusts our government anymore. That's the difference. When a thing like this happens, look... There have been hundreds and hundreds of livestock facilities, food containment facilities um, that have burned in the last decade. No one said anything. But there's a level of trust that has been broken here. A lot of it has to do with the shot. A lot of it has to do with the lies about the COVID pandemic. Basically, everything they told you to do made COVID worse, caused variants, or caused you to get sick. And people know it. Even people who don't listen to talk radio, they know it. What's different about this, other than the other 150, you know, as opposed to other 157 of these derailments, is that people see this now, and they're like, is the government trying to poison us again? Is the, go- is, is, the go- is the government trying to poison the water? This is a great downstream spot. I mean, you want to poison people in state after state after state downstream, you do it right there in Ohio, man. It'll go all the way clear on down to the Gulf. In that water is a great place to poison people and it just takes off. And the reason it takes off, it's not because necessarily maybe the government did it or was involved or there was some conspiracy or something, but it's because that's how people think now. That is the power of this story. It won't go away. Now look, the media is trying to kill it because it makes Biden look bad and anything makes Biden look bad. Doesn't matter how many people they hurt or kill. They don't care. They're going to cover it. They're going to, they're going to bury it. They're not going to cover it. Right. That's why this is touched a nerve. If this exact thing happened five years ago, it'd be like, well, no, sorry, that would be Trump in office. They'd whip it up. If this exact thing happened 10 years ago, even with Obama in office, it wouldn't have gotten a lot of attention. I mean, it would have been a big local story. But literally every fire, every crash, everything now is just the government trying to kill us. What drives stuff like that? This? What do you hear this? CBS News has admitted Heart attack deaths for people 25 to 44 are up 30%. 3-0. Since the pandemic 
Before the pandemic, they were actually trending down. Anybody got ideas why that might be? I'll give you a hint. It's the same reason people don't trust the government when there's a train crash now or a chicken facility catches fire. It's big news. But go back on Google. Seriously, go back. 15 pages, 20 pages. I've done it because I wanted to know if these things burned before they did. And everybody shrugged their shoulders. Now everybody assumes the government's trying to kill them. There's a reason for that. Good morning. Okay, Thursday Eve. Thursday Eve, always good news, right? We love Thursday Eve. No, that's why this Norfolk Southern situation is such a big deal. People don't trust the government anymore. And what, you know, just looks like a fire at a chicken processing plant is now an attack on humanity after COVID. That's how deep and all-encompassing the damage done by the lies of the COVID period were. And we just had this new poll out right now. 50% of the country thinks the media deliberately misinforms them on purpose. So, I mean, once that fundamental trust is gone, I don't know how you put that back. I don't know how you put that genie back in the bottle. In fact, I think you can't. And this isn't going to help. I've been waiting for this I've been waiting to see how they're going to explain all the deaths. The ones not from COVID, the ones you and I know are from the shot. And CBS took a crack at it. And in the process of taking a crack at it, they in, in, in admitted something staggering yesterday. Jaw dropping. Heart attacks, deaths from heart attacks among young people are up by 30% since COVID. That is a massive amount of death. And so they had to figure out how could they begin to explain this? Because you can't hide this much longer. You, you, you can't hide 30,000 plus dead and vares forever. So they tried to figure out how could they spin this? So here's the initial report explaining, like, you know, dropping the bad news about uh, the deaths among these young people. 30%. That's massive. Uh, heart attack deaths have become more common across all age groups since the start of the coronavirus pandemic. But a recent study found that young people are actually most at risk in this case. According to Cedars-Sinai Hospital, the number of heart attack deaths among 25 to 44-year-olds in the U.S. over the first two years of the pandemic was 30% higher than predicted. Dr. Celine Gounder is here on set with us uh, to talk more about it. She's editor-at-large for public health at Kaiser Health News, and she is also an infectious disease specialist and epidemiologist and a CBS News medical uh, contributor. Dr. Gounder, thank you for being here. Uh, what stood out to you in this study? I think the fact that you're seeing such a big increase specifically in the youngest age group, so the 25 to 44-year-olds, you saw this 30% increase in the risk of death from heart attack. And that really is quite striking. That's not a group, an age group, in which you normally see heart attacks, much less dying from a heart attack. 
So, the- yeah. So how they explain this? Now, keep in mind, Oxford's done a study already um, linking myocarditis and heart damage to the shot. So the CDC has admitted they've found incidents of it in their data for the shot. And we've also got the data that Pfizer and the FDA had that we got through Freedom of Information Act um, showing that they know, they knew, they still know there's a link between heart attacks, heart, heart problems, and myocarditis in the shot. This is well documented. It would have been easy for CBS um, to go ahead and mention any of those studies. But they did this instead. And you'll see them trying to explain this. They're actually claiming COVID causes blood clots. COVID causes myocarditis. And that the reason you probably got it is because you didn't take the shot. So these uh, researchers looked at 10 years of data across the U.S., all the death certificates that get filed with the CDC, uh, that data. And so what they saw is prior to the pandemic, heart attack deaths were actually dropping. And then that trend reverses and you see those deaths go up, especially among that youngest age group during the pandemic. 25 to 44. Why are these people dropping dead at a staggering 30 percent higher rate from heart attacks? That's where, that's the hard, that is your working years. You had to take that shot to keep that job. Now, this is the part where I'm going to try really hard not to bust out laughing. This is them telling you, oh, there's probably COVID that caused that. You didn't get your shot? Yeah, we know COVID causes blood clots. And, and, and look, for, why is CBS doing this? Because the elites know they're running out of time. They can't hide these deaths forever. They, they can't. So they're coming up with the new spin for them, where we pretend it's not the shot. And do we know why the why younger people might be more at risk? Or we don't know for sure. And in fact, these death certificates are probably not even capturing the fact that they might have had COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're really just saying, did you die from a heart attack or not? Um, what we do know, however, is that younger people were less likely to protect themselves against COVID than older people, less likely to mask, less likely to take other mitigation measures. And they were also farther back in line to get vaccinated. So they were not protected with vaccination until later in the pandemic. Those might have been a factor here. So basically, I mean, you could have had perhaps a mild infection. And of course, this is all hypothetical. But then there might have been a, a lingering heart situation, heart disease. Right. So COVID causes inflammation um, of the blood vessels as well as other parts of the body and also blood clots. And what we think is that a COVID infection may have actually accelerated the process of developing heart disease, what we call coronary artery disease. And so therefore accelerated when somebody might have had a heart attack and died from a heart attack. I could spend the rest of the show tearing that apart. Did you hear say... Well, of course, we don't really know what we're talking about. 30% increase in heart attacks. And again, we know why. The, the CDC has admitted it. Oxford has admitted it. We have the studies that show it. Shot causes myocarditis. The problem is what we don't know is we know um, of the cases because these studies have looked at the week after the shot and two weeks after. We don't have good long-term data yet. So we don't have any idea How long does the heart damage last? How many shots are we talking? If you just took one and then you stopped, are you going to be okay? Two shots, that sort of thing. But this is the elites beginning to admit, okay, there's damage to people's hearts. People are having heart attacks. Um, But look over here, a squirrel. Don't look at that shot thing. By the way, this segment brought to you by Pfizer. 
Ever since the shocking admission in court by the attorney for unvaccinated New York's New York workers, teachers, firefighters, police, policemen, arguing it in court, it's revealed that their fingerprints, their names, their social security numbers were turned over to the FBI for being unvaccinated. Shocking. Now we're getting more details on that today. Folks, you know what we're seeing? We're seeing the beginnings of the outlines of the federal government's vaccination database. They're keeping it's an enemies list. You didn't get that vaccine. You didn't listen to them. You're going to be a problem for them going forward with the next narrative and the next one and the next one. More news on that coming out from Fox News and the New York Post. Listen to this. Fit quote. Fingerprints are sent with the flag on their names, to the FBI and the New York Criminal Justice Services. So it impacts their ongoing ability to get employment at other places, said John Baruch, uh, a lawyer representing the teachers in their suit against the city. Here he is in court. Um, in addition, you've got these problem codes in the personnel files, um, but, but something we didn't have room to address in the letter is that when the, the city puts these problem codes on employees who have been terminated because of their unconstitutional policies, not only do they have this flag in their files, but their fingerprints are sent with that flag to the FBI and the New York Criminal Justice Services. So it impacts their ongoing ability to get employment at other places. So, Many Mr. Of- Bursta, would you at least concede that... <laughs> You hear the judge trying to change the subject. Oh, yeah, let's not talk about that. Let's move on. Gotta love these people. Now we're finding out these problem codes, you know, when your employer goes and does a background check, as they do particularly for state positions, government positions, they they background check you. New report, these dismissed teachers are now being rejected for jobs in other states because they don't come back clean on the background check. Why is the FBI doing this? And I guarantee you, this isn't the only place. It's not just New York workers who are now uh, essentially criminalized. The the, the FBI has got a database um, from other governments as well, okay? Then we find this mess. We're going to get into this more in the 8 o'clock hour. New medical diagnosis codes for COVID-19 immunization status were added in the United States. One code is for being unvaccinated with COVID. The code, this is Epoch Times, code may be assigned when the patient has not received at least one dose of any COVID-19 vaccine, the U.S. Centers for for, uh, Disease Control and Prevention, which implemented the new codes in 2022, states in a document outlining the codes. They've got a link to it. So this is the CDC. You see the document right here. The goal of the codes is to, quote, Track people who are not immunized or only partially immunized. Now, experts say the codes don't fit with the International Classification of Diseases, which is diagnoses for diseases and reasons for healthcare visits. There's no other code like these for any other vaccine but this. Normally, they would only track you if you have cancer or diabetes. You don't track a person for whether they're vaccinated. And again, we don't track any other vaccine. This is nuts. There's codes for this. Now, folks, you go to the doctor. Doctor asks you, are you vaccinated? Do not tell them. Don't tell them. You do not want to be tracked. 
God knows where these codes go. I'm betting it straight to the FBI. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and bet that now. And I'm going to take credit for getting it right. That's what this is for. That's what this is for. Quote, this is from Dr. Harvey Reich, Professor Emeritus of Epidemiology at Yale School of Public Health. They're treating non-vaccination as if this is a hazardous exposure that therefore merits being recorded as a medical exposure. This has never been done before, to my knowledge, he says. CDC did not respond to requests for comment. Guarantee you those codes go straight to the FBI. Guarantee you. I'd bet my 401k, double or nothing. We just haven't found it yet. What is it with this shot and our government? The absolute unmitigated obsession with whether you get a shot that they knew before they put the first one in an American's arm did not work and would cause variants. The obsession. It's, just, it's an absolute obsession with these people. Getting it into your arm and tracking you if you wouldn't take it. Why? There's a whole lot more here, people, we still don't even know. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.